Good morning, guys. I missed you. How is everybody? I'm Tinks, and you're listening to It's Me Tinks live exclusively on SiriusXM Stars Channel 109. As always, this is our weekly time to talk to each other with a live Ask Me Anything. Also, if you're listening to this as a podcast, did you know that you can get a free three-month trial of SiriusXM? Sign up at SiriusXM.com slash Tinks offer so that you can listen to this show live every week because we love a live moment. It's always more exciting live. You never know who's going to call. That's making it sound like I know that someone exciting is going to call. I don't, but I think honestly, all of your calls are very exciting. Um, I went to the Hacks uh, HBO uh, show premiere last night with Daisy. Guys, if you haven't watched this show, it's the most hilarious show. It's very heartwarming. And they did a little stand up last night. It's just like the most talented cast of actors. And it's just the show is amazing. If you haven't watched it, here's your gift. Go watch it. And the season two is coming out. So we had a good time. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I had three glasses of wine on a Tuesday, but you know what? That's my prerogative. Okay. That's my prerogative. I can do that. I'm getting into wine again for the past couple of years. I've been like, Oh, you know, like just my tequila on the rocks, whatever, whatever. And now all of a sudden I'm like, I'd like a Chardonnay. Do you have something oaky? Uh, You have anything uh, Pinot Gris perhaps? So I'm apparently in my wino era, which I love for me. Anyway, enough about me and my, and my wine. Let's get to our first lovely caller, Alyssa. Hello, Alyssa. Good morning. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Hi, good morning. How are you? Great. Thank you so much. I appreciate you taking my call and would just like to start by saying, and everybody thanks you, but it really is nice to have a honest and refreshing person on social media to go to when you're like feeling down or need to pick me up or just need to like see somebody real out there. So I really do appreciate That's so nice. all that you That's- do for us women. That's so kind. That's really, really kind. And your words mean a lot to me. So thank you. That, that really means a lot. Thank you. So um, my question is my husband and I just moved to LA about six months ago and okay, I'm trying to make some girlfriends and it's hard. I found one that I thought would be good. I took your advice. We went out a few times and I met her friends and yeah, we went to a show. Everything seemed to be going good. And then like they, they ghosted me. And then just last week, my husband and I went to a show and we're in the audience and we see them like come up and then they all just like ignored me. What? It's just so weird. Like, yeah, it's making me feel like, I don't know, it's making me feel like a loser, <laughs> honestly. Oh my God. Okay. And well, don't feel like a loser. Question, you know, myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, th- okay. First of all, that's really mean. That's very, very mean to ghost a friend and to just do it without saying anything. And especially someone who's new in town, that's very, very mean and unexpected. But let me tell you, like, hear this very clearly. That is 100% a them thing. To ghost a friend is literally the most insane, mean behavior. And it has nothing to do with you. I promise. Like, I... I don't know what happened on your, you know, when you went out with them or whatever, but it's, it's on them. It's truly on them. And that's not, that's not always the most comforting thought, right? You're, you're probably still, still feeling like tanks. Like I still feel bad about myself right now. And I totally get that, but it, I just want you to create a new neural pathway and think it's not me. It's them. It's not me. It's them. It's not me. It's them. It's sometimes in life. You just get those weird situations where 
you know, it's just uncomfortable and it makes you feel off and it makes you question things, but I'm telling you, it's not them. And I honestly think the more you try to figure out why they ghosted you or why they acted so rudely when you were with your husband at the most recent show, the more in pain you're going to be. So you have to draw a line in the sand and say, this is some weird shit that they decided and you're never going to know why. And you just have to be at peace with that and think that is just a weird occurrence. And I'm not going to delve more into it because honestly, it's them being freaks. I'm sorry. That's so mean. So follow up. Would you like, would you unfollow on social media or like, they still look at all my stories and like, it's just, well, that's even fucking weirder. That's even weirder. Why are they doing that? That's honestly weird. And I would unfollow them and I honestly remove them as a follower too. You know, you can do that feature on Instagram, just remove them as a follower to, to show the, the message. Like, look, I'm not going to put up with your bullshit. I'm not going to put up with your mean girl behavior. Who, who knows, who knows what went down? I've had situations like that. I had a situation. I don't know. Sometimes it makes me feel better to know if other people have gone through weird stuff like this. I had a situation with a girl and she was a really close friend. And all of a sudden one day she just completely stopped being my friend. No explanation texted her. She kind of soft ghosted me. And then in the end, just like never really spoke to me again. I got no explanation. And this was a girl I had been friends with for like a year and a half, quite close with no explanation. Sometimes people just do weird shit and it's mean and it's nasty. And I, I just, I want to say, I'm sorry that you went through that, but you got to just protect your energy and unfollow them and remove them as a follower. Fuck it. Block them. I don't know. People are very split on blocking. I don't think blocking is dramatic. It's just saying, I simply don't wish to see, see your pictures. I don't want to have your energy around me. And why should you, they were mean to you. Yeah, no, totally. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, I hope that's that, that this doesn't make you hate LA. Uh, give it another shot. It's for, if for what it's worth, it took me a whole year and a half to get comfortable in LA with friends. So, um, just hang in there, um, hang out with your husband because he sounds way more fun than these crazy mean girls. Um, and, and just don't give up. I know that the situations like this can be disheartening. So just take a beat, take care of yourself for a couple of weeks and then get back out there. You will make new, better friends. And then you will never think about these nasty people again. You're so sweet. Thank you so much. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Have a good rest of your week. Yeah. Bye. You too. You too. <laughs> Bye. You know, sometimes people just do random shit. I literally was befuddled. Good word tanks befuddled about this girl. It was recent too. She just all of a sudden stopped being my friend. Do not fucking text or call. Just bye. Okay. See you later, I guess. Um, Sky, Sky in New Jersey. I love that name. That's so beautiful. Hi, Sky. How are you? Thanks. Oh my God. How are you, Queen? I am good. I love your energy. I love your voice. It's it's good to hear your voice. Oh, it's so good to hear your voice. Okay, so my question is, is I'm a copywriter. I work in advertising. I'm the new okay. girl at my job. Mm-hmm. And my job's pretty good. Like, we're all remote. And this account manager is, like, bullying me. She's 34. She makes, like, double, maybe triple my salary. And she, like, picks on me. And now I have, like, anxiety when I sign on because I'm, like, what am I going to do today that I didn't realize was wrong, but she's going to, like, teams call me out of nowhere and just like rip me a new one. 
Yeah. Wait, so she's 34. Is that what you said? She's 34. She lives in LA. She's single. And like, yeah. I stalked the shit out of her Instagram. Of course. Twitter, of course. Which is public. And I'm like, why is this public? You're an account manager. But anyway. Yeah. Does she seem... Okay, that was, I was about to like psychoanalyze her and be like, does she seem mean because hurt people hurt people? <laughs> yeah, like, like from her Instagram, does she seem like, like mean yeah. or like hurt? I don't know, because I truly think the only reason that, especially with women, and I'm tired of like, I'm tired of beating around the bush about this thing because sometimes with my platform, I worry about saying this, but like I have had the worst experiences in the workplace with women. I think no one is meaner than like an older woman to a younger woman. I know I'm making big generalizations, but like, I just want you to know that you're not crazy and that I, you're, you need to be validated because this is a crazy, crazy thing. And you know why it happens? Scarcity mindset. Okay. Competitiveness. She's, you know, you're like you said, you're the new girl. You're probably really good at your job. She sees you and she's just like dragging on you for what? And I hate this. I really wish that women could get out of our own way and by competing with each other, the, she should be doing the opposite. She should be like, Hey girl, like, Oh, you, you know, you missed that. I don't want you to look bad in front of the, the boss or whatever, or like do this or that. Like that's what she should be doing. But instead she's being nasty bitch to you because she's scared or has scarcity mindset or is jealous or whatever. But it's like, so it just really makes me upset that this is such a, a common occurrence. I get this like different versions of this question often and it just really breaks my heart. So I'm sorry. Anyway, I cut you off for my rant. Go on sky. I mean, that's really it. I'm just like, like, luckily my creative director loves me and he literally is like, she's a drama queen. Don't listen to her. And yeah. I was like, thank you, Javier. But, um, I just wanted like, I mean, I literally like your Bible. I just like look at your stories every day for like therapy. And I'm like, what would tanks I love do? You. I love you. I love you. I, I like, I had a really similar situation when I worked at Gap. Um, there was this bully. That's what I will call her a bully. She was, I was, you know, 22 and she was probably 50. She was so fucking mean to me. I was like, why do you wake up every day and try and make me cry? And like it really destroyed my confidence for many years. So I don't want it. It sounds like you have a good hold of the situation. I think like identifying it makes it feel better because you take it less personally. You're like, this isn't a me thing. But when I was working at Gap, like I took it very personally. I was like, I'm bad at my job. Like she says, or like, I do, I'm not a good presenter. Like she says, or like, I'm really bad at math, which she said, well, I actually am bad at math. So that one fair. She's valid on that, but everything else she was just so mean about. And I really internalized it. And I think that that's so damaging to young women because we already have enough fucking shit to deal with in the workplace. We already have the odds stacked against us. We already all have imposter syndrome like crazy. So we don't need older women or it doesn't even have to be older. Other women fucking tearing us down. Like that's so, Oh, it just makes me so angry. So, um, yeah, don't internalize it. It's not about you. And if your creative director or whatever that guy is, like he's already telling you that you're amazing at your job and she's a drama queen, just focus on that. And honestly, don't be afraid to like put her in her place, like not in a crazy way, but it, you know, don't be afraid to stand up for yourself, I think. And just if she's like going crazy on you, just be like, you actually already told me that point. So um, I will totally receive that feedback, but um, you already told me, you know, just don't be afraid to just slightly give her a little bit pushback because sometimes with a bully, you just have to like bop them on the nose and then they're like, oh, oh, okay. 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 Thank you. Love you. Thanks. Love you so much. Have a good day. 
Hang in there. You too. <laughs> Bye. Oh, I actually was, I'm, I'm sad that she's going through that, but I'm glad that she brought it up because I have been meaning to talk about this. Someone wrote in and was like, oh, can you talk about how to deal with male fragility in the workplace? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to try to find an HR expert and try to, you know, get some tips together. And someone wrote in and was like, I'm going to be honest with you. The women in my office are a hundred times worse for me. And I really related to that because I, that was my experience in the workplace. Um, and it's really tricky, right? It's really tricky because we're all about like women helping women until you get into a fucking office environment. And then it's like uh, survival of the fittest. It's like every woman for herself, like tear all the other bitches down while you're trying to get up. Like, what is that? It's so frustrating. There is enough to go around. Her success is not my failure. Even if it's like a direct job, like even if it's, you know, two women are going for one job, if you didn't get it, you don't have to hate on her. You know, it's just, it's, that's not how it fucking works. Who I'm heated this morning, guys. I'm heated. All right. Natalie in New York. Hi, Natalie. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, good Hi, morning. Hi, best friend. Good morning. How are you? Hey, best friend. What's popping? What's going on? Tell me everything. Oh my gosh. I mean, I literally cannot believe I'm speaking to you. I'm your biggest fan here in New York. Also, please come back. It's a great city. I think you'd really like it. I'm in Chelsea. I know. I'm like, I'm like thinking about it. I'm like in my phase every year I go through a phase where I'm like, I'm going to move here. I'm going to move here. So I'm in that phase. And I'm like, you know what? New York wasn't so bad. It's delightful in the spring. I would love to live in Tribeca again. So, you know, I'll be back in June. I'll, I'll be around rich mom walking my ass all over the place, drinking Jack. I wear my I wear my rich mom sweatshirt. I go to the well. I go to Pasty. So I always think of you. I mean, I love it. I love it. All of our favorite things. I absolutely love it. All of I love our it. favorite things. And I obviously wrap the brand in all those places because as you're we so should. Sweet. You're so sweet. Love you. Um, okay. I really could have used you the past few weeks um, because I've been in this situation ship and I have been, I've had your voice in my head saying, what would Tinks do? What would Tinks do? I've been, so it's about a boy. We're going to talk about a boy. Okay. 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 <laughs> so I met Start from the beginning. And- we need all the details. Yeah. Okay, hinge. Yeah. yeah I uh-huh. also really hope this resonates with anyone else who's listening. If you've been through this situation, something similar, because that's my favorite time when I listen as well. Uh, yeah. Okay. Met him on hinge. Also, I'm 24, turning 25 next week. Very exciting. Oh, happy uh, birthday. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. 25. Interesting age. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, so we went on our first date in the West Village. It was a great date. But at the beginning of the date, I learned that he was just out of a three and a half year relationship as of January. So I was like, oh, okay, okay good insight. Um, and was going to law school in the fall. So although I was having a really fun time with this guy and was really enjoying it, I was like, yeah, I think I like him. I decided to break all of my rules, all of our rules that we live by, which is like, I let the date go longer than two hours. I stayed on it for a long time. We went to a place after for drinks. And then I did the big, big, no rule, which I don't advise anyone to do, but I was just doing what was best for me, which is that I did sleep with him on the first date. And obviously I was thinking box theory and I was like, well, it doesn't really matter because I really yeah. don't see a future with this guy. Like I'm having yeah. fun. I'm doing what's best for me right now. Period. And so, period and pop off like, as you should queen. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and like, I've been on a lot of dates and hands and I had it in New York and I hadn't really met someone I really liked. This was really fun to meet someone who I really liked and I really connected with. And that was that. But what we're going to get to here is that it did not end there. Um, mm. So then 
he kept texting me every day. I did. I never texted him first. Like he did the follow up right after. It's so true about what everything you say, which is like when a guy likes you, he literally can't wait. Like mm-hmm. he just kept texting mm-hmm. me, kept texting me, and I was like, oh, like this is so weird. But obviously, I was enjoying it because I did like him. But I was like, there's so many reasons why this can't work. Like there's, but I really like him. Ugh. Yeah. Um. And then that Sunday after the first date, he sent me flowers. Oh my like, god. <laughs> no, like things it gets it gets even more. I'm shook. Like, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, okay, like this guy really does like me, and, and then I'm like, oh yeah, he's love bombing me, and I'm like, all right, let's let's like ma- make sure his actions match his words. Like, I don't like wh- what does this mean? But he kept like he he was just very attentive. He was giving off really serious boyfriend vibes from day one, and I was kind of freaking out in that space. Um, and like similar, so like the next few weeks, like we went on a date that following Thursday again, he texted me every day. Like he was yeah. texting me about how my day was. He learned a lot about my life. Then after that date on Thursday, he came over and walked my sister's dog with me here in New York. And we we're like, Oh doing my God. <laughs> and then the, the following week we went on more dates and then like he came over and I had just moved into a new apartment. So he hung my pictures on the wall and like, that was really nice. And he was he just kept doing like all these like really like and I was like wait maybe I'm not being love bombed like maybe I'm yeah. not like this is, this is yeah. interesting and then like I work in tech and my company had a big raise and he sent me cupcakes to like celebrate that and I was like oh my gosh another gift oh okay my God. Uh, <laughs> so this is over the course of like six seven weeks and okay. I was like playing it really cool like I still felt okay but like obviously I knew I was catching feelings and I had to be really honest with myself about that so about now we're at like the two month mark and I was like, okay, like I'm going to have to tell him that I'm not seeing anyone else right now. And I would like to not see anyone else. And I don't know what this means, but like that's that, but I did not have the opportunity to do that because he came over to my apartment to like hang out one night and he told me that he had slept with someone else. And I <laughs> was just what? pretty shocked by it. And I found out that he had been seeing multiple other people throughout the what? of this thing. <laughs> Um, oh my god I'm literally like I'm shocked I wish you could see my face I'm flabbergasted (laughs) I'm not I'm I'm like I was like am I literally a crazy person I don't know so the questions are did he just not like me was I love bombed I'm trying to hold the funeral for him but like it's honestly really hard because there's closure here and yeah well what did you say what did you say in the moment were you like what the fuck or were you like I'm confused I literally spiraled I was like, whoa, like, I'm honestly really surprised. Like, I haven't been seeing anyone else since we met. Like, I guess I just didn't feel the need. And I honestly don't even know where the time was. But I understand, like, I mean, I know from the, like, we have to go back to, like, the first date. I know from the first date, like, you did tell me you were just out of a three-and-a-half-year relationship and you're going to grad school in the fall. So, like, I get it. And he kept, and, but I guess I just forgot about that throughout the past time. And, it didn't, you weren't t- like the, there were just mixed signals, I guess, but he doesn't feel that way. Cause he was like, but I just really liked you. Of course I want to hang out with you. Of course, yeah. And I just kept doing what I wanted to do. And I was like, I guess I'm looking for something more serious. And it felt like we were on that path. 
but I yeah. guess I was wrong the whole time. Like I, I mean, your initial instincts were right. That's the crazy thing is that you knew on the first day. And then it's just like, I mean, look, I think he's what we call like a warlock. Like he's a very powerful warlock and he, um, he used his powers and he, you know, he's the sending the flowers, like, dude, why you got to lay it on that thick, like walking the dog, like enough, like it's fine, but it's, I don't think you were, were you love bombed? Yeah, a little kind of, I think, to be honest with you, walking someone's sister's dog with them and then being like, oh yeah, I've been schmangling and other girls on the side. No, I just, that's really disappointing and frustrating. I'm sorry. I think, look, you were right in the beginning. Like you, you had it, you had it going in, but then you got caught up in things because you got love bombed. And that's like more than normal. Anyone would, anyone would enjoy going on dates and getting texts every day and doing all that other stuff. Like I'm, it's not, it's not crazy that you're feeling a little bit like you got left holding the hot potato. Um, I think like I, you know, me, I would say you probably don't need to speak to him again. I mean, what's he going to say? Like nothing. He's going to say the same thing over and over again. Like, Oh, I'm, you know, it's just, I liked you and I'm enjoying being single. He's just, you know what it is. He's better at dating multiple girls than most guys are like most guys can barely get it together to date one girl properly. But he apparently, like I said, he's a powerful ma magical wizard and warlock and he has, um, a lot of time on his hands and he's very good at dating and he just, he's, he's just better at it than most other guys. I think like another guy probably would have known because you, you know, you would have gone for like a week without seeing him or like he would have said something that made you feel like he was, you know, seeing other girls, but this guy was just good at it. So advice is like, definitely feel sad for a bit. I think you've probably done that and then draw a line in the sand and be like, fuck this guy. Like it, it's not that he did anything wrong. He didn't but he still hurt your feelings. You know, two things can be true at the same time. He didn't do anything wrong. He was honest, um, but like, it still sucks. So I think it's fine to mourn that and then, and then move forward and, and give yourself that closure because, and, and feel satisfied that you're, you know, initially you knew, you know, you did know going in like, okay, this probably isn't serious. And then he just was very powerful, you know, wizard. Wizard. So he did like me, thanks. 100% he liked you but like okay. what does that even mean like I I think I spent a lot of like time being like but I know he liked me and it's like yeah he probably did and does but that doesn't mean anything you know what I mean like if he doesn't like you enough to not seeing see other girls then like who cares you know what I mean and I'm not saying that to be harsh to you I'm saying that because I want you to just like I think the longer that you hold on to that thought of like, but he really liked me. I know he liked me. Like the more frustrated you're going to be because it's frustrating, right? That's a frustrating thing that we get into where it's like, if you like me, why don't we date? Right. That's such a big question that just gets in our minds. And we're just such logical people. And we're like, okay, why? I don't get it. And it's like, you know, not in the date box and that sucks, but it's like, the more you just focus on that, the faster you can move on. Yeah. Yeah. I made him watch all your videos during the entire day. And I was like, look, I'm in the date box. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm I was dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm so dead. That's really funny. Um, yeah, just, you got to Like, yeah. you've got to set him free. This yeah. is a good time to hold a funeral. Like you're right on the cusp of when it's 
it's possible to do a funeral because this does sound like a little bit more of a situation ship, like a true situation ship than just like someone you were yeah. dating casually. So it will need yeah. to be a very extravagant funeral. Get some flowers in there, pour some <laughs> wine, fire up Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley and lay Love this you. motherfucker to rest because there is <laughs> there is someone better out there who will walk the dog and hang the pictures and and send you flowers and not um, fuck other girls because that's really what we're going for, isn't it? That is, that is it. That is it. <laughs> That's what we all deserve. I love you so much. I hope I see you you. running around New York. Love you tons. Bye. Bye. Kendall. I think we're going to go to Kendall. Hi, Kendall. Hi, Tinks. How are you? I'm good. I'm actually driving to Stanford right now. So this is Um, so timely. Oh my God. I'm so excited to be back in the Bay area this weekend. I've been like, so nostalgic as you know, probably if you've been, you know, following along, I don't know why it just like, it's the best. What are you going to Stanford for? I actually work at Stanford healthcare. So, oh my God. Amazing. So, but I'm calling because Yesterday, you had posted that you were excited to have Suvla, and I'm the one that responded to your story and said, should we do a Marina Rich Girl Walk? Oh, my God. Hi, it's you. Wait, hi. That's so fun. Should we do it? I I obviously want to do it, but I I am on. I'm honestly terrified of the logistics. When when would be a good time to do it? Like Friday morning, Saturday morning, Saturday morning. So people can like because people have work. I think we should do Saturday morning and meet at like the Marina Green at Fillmore and Marina Boulevard. Okay. Marina Green at Fillmore and Boulevard. Okay. On Saturday morning. I'm down. I mean, listen, I would absolutely love that. Like, I don't know who, how many people will come, but it would be fun. Is there some, I can't remember exactly where that is. Is there some place to get coffees right around there or we'll bring our own coffee? Fuck. I wish I was a more organized person. I would like get coffee for everybody. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of, you know, like little coffee carts and such. Yeah. I remember that towards the bridge. So, okay. People wanted to bring their own copies. They could, but okay, fuck it. it, Let's do it. it, Honestly, I'm obsessed with this idea. Let's do it Saturday morning. Why not? It will be so fun. Okay. And then what time works best for you? I think, uh, I think like, I don't know, nine, would that be good for everybody? Nine. Yeah. I think that, listen, the Bay Area has a special place in their heart for you, and the girlies are always trying to emulate you, and I know that there will be a large crowd of people showing up. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to cry. Like, I've been looking through old pictures this whole time, and, like, I'm just so excited to see all my old friends and, like, just eat Suvla, like, four times and, like, be in the marina. Like, I want to go to Flores. Like, I'm just so excited. I, I love the Bay Area. And and um, I'm, I'm going to cry when I see the bridge. Like, this is so weird. But, again, if you if you know me, you don't think – you won't think this is weird. But, like, when we used to do the route, me and my friend Dickie, we would always, like, wave to the bridge. We'd be like, hi, bridge, and, like, scream when we would see it. So, honestly, I shouldn't have exposed that about myself. But I'm very emotional to see the bridge, too, because it's so beautiful. And um, the Marina Green is truly the best place to rich mom walk ever. Such a wide pathway. That's why I love it so much, you know? It is. Wide pathway, great views, 
always good people watching, and I moved to San Francisco like nine or ten months ago, and to be honest, you were a huge reason as to why I moved to San Francisco. And oh my I god! Around and I'm like, I wonder where Tanks lived. So I love it. I love it. Is it weird if I say where I lived? I lived at Union and um, uh, Laguna. Union and Laguna in a purple oh, house. It was spot. the best. It was the best. We had a lot of um, creatures, like we had raccoons. We had um, a na- um, a gnat infestation one summer, which drove Dickie to m- near madness. Because you know, you you think like, oh, flies, like that's gross. Are you guys dirty? We weren't dirty. It was just it was a gnat infestation in our house. We also had rats. That was on us because we we did the trash really messy. But um, it you know what? Despite all that, despite having a zoo in our house, I fucking loved it. Best place I ever lived. I I missed that house so much. I also was going through um my old photos and I found this picture of my bedroom. One time I came home and the landlord had boarded up the windows on my bedroom. <laughs> so I lived for two weeks with no natural light and I like went crazy. Like it was a really weird time, but anyway, lots of good times in that house. We always used to have to throw our Christmas tree out of the front window because I would always insist on getting the biggest Christmas tree and naming them. And then we could never get them out of our house. So we would throw them out the window. Anyway, not that you asked for all those stories. The point is I'm really excited to be back in the Bay. I love this idea of a group rich mom walk nine, nine AM this Saturday Say the place again, Phil, uh, Marina Green, and what? Intersect at the in, at the intersection of Fillmore and Marina Boulevard, like right there on the corner. <clears throat> okay, I love that. I'll be there. I'll be there. I can't wait to meet you guys. And wait, tell Vicky to come because whenever you're <laughs> with her and people ask for SF recommendations, I always go to them, and they're amazing. And I just want to give her credit in person so she's gonna be in town going to this wedding I'll ask her I'll ask oh my god Dickie we can probably rope Dickie into it she she'll love it yeah she does give good recommendations but honestly I have good recommendations too I'm gonna post them on my story today for you all of my SF ones but then sometimes I post the SF ones and people are like that's out of business now and I'm like okay well I haven't lived there in like six years so give cut me some slack but I do know some really good spots oh my goodness I'm so excited for the for the bay ah Oh, and I'm so excited to meet you. This is going to be really fun. Tinks, the weather's supposed to be, the weather's supposed to be amazing this weekend too. Like 70 degrees in San Francisco. Everyone's quaking. Um, I'm, I'm excited. And you know what that means? Everybody's going to be on frat Mason. Everybody's going to be on their roofs, uh, day drinking and having fun. Fuck it. Maybe I need to move back to the Bay area. It's just, it's just the best place. You know why the Bay is so good? The people. Like, you know, listen, is it a little boring sometimes for the nightlife? Sure. Like, do the people get a bit, you know, whatever, but like the people in the Bay area are the best people. They're kind and they're well-rounded and they're balanced and they're just really good people. I love the Bay area so much. So I'm so excited for this. This is going to be really fun. Thanks for calling and helping me organize. I will see you Saturday morning. On Saturday morning. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I'm the most nostalgic person guys to a point to a fault. Like every time I go on a plane, I don't get any magazines. I don't watch a movie. I put on sad music and I look back at old photos. That's literally how I pass the time on plane rides. So again, exposing myself for, yeah, whatever that is. Um, okay. Megan in New York. Hi, Megan. How are you? 
Hi, Megan. Oh my gosh. Hi, sorry. Oh, you're fine. You're you're fine. You're fine. You're here. We're here. We're here. What's up? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm so excited. You're such a queen. Oh my God. Not at all. I'm just happy to be talking to all of you this morning. What's going on? Yeah. So, um, I just got out of a four year relationship three months ago. Um, it was a really good relationship, had some good memories. It just, you know, he wasn't the one. Um, it, it ended pretty badly. We've had had no Mm. contact, which has been like great. Um, and I'm really proud of myself for like focusing on myself, healing, you know, listening to you, all your advice has been super helpful, like finding joy in things. Um, but my question is I downloaded hinge just for fun. Um, and this boy asked me on a date, it's actually for tonight. Um, and he texted me this morning, like he followed all those points that you always say they should. Um, and I'm just worried, like, should I go? Will it like hinder my healing journey? Cause I've really been focusing on my, myself. Um, and I'm just a little worried, like if it's going to take me a few steps back. Um, and yeah, that's that's basically, do you feel like you want to go? Like, are you excited by this person or do you know you, uh, yeah. Are you excited? I mean, um, you know, I'm in the New York City area. It's a nice day out. So I'm like, why not? Um, he's really nice um, and respectful. So, you know yeah, what? I'm going to say go. go. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. going to say go. And here's why. The first date after a f- long term relationship is always going to feel really weird. You've been with this person for four years and now you're back on back in the dating pool and it's always going to feel strange. And I want you, I don't want to scare you, but I want to prepare you that you might come home tonight and feel, even if it was a good day, you might feel like you want to cry a little bit. Maybe you don't, maybe you go, maybe this guy's lovely for your life. Who knows? But I just, it's normal. It's normal, normal, normal. You're just getting readjusted. You're getting acclimated. Here's why I think you should go because he's nice and because he's kind and he's polite and respectful. And honestly, that's like, all you can ask for, for the first date back from a long-term relationship. Like that's, that's really the ideal is just getting your feet wet again with someone who's nice and normal and kind. And you know what, if he's not the love of your life, that's okay. But you're getting, you're just getting back that muscle memory of going on dates and he's going to be nice to you. He sounds very, you know, polite and, and then, and, and you're back and then you rip the bandaid, right? Because the worst is when you're in a long-term relationship and then you go back on a date and the guy's like a fucking asshole or he's like mean or whatever, then you're really traumatized, right? But if you're excited by this guy and he's nice, rip the bandaid, do it. But, and, and if you come home tonight and you're like, oh my God, like I miss whatever his name was. And you know, this is scary and dating is hard and dating's changed a lot in the past four years. That's okay that is okay. Like just hold my voice in your head being like, this is normal. Whatever my response is to this, it's normal, but at least I ripped the bandaid with someone nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, and do you think it's like possible to heal and also date, or do you think it's more just like focusing? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. I do. And I think that, I think that you downloading hinge for fun is your subconscious saying I am healing. I am, you know, my heart is mending. My, you know, my mind is mending. I'm starting to think towards the future, which is great. 
And I 100% think that you can do two at the same time. And it comes in waves, right? Breakups always do come in waves. Like you're fine for a couple of weeks and you know, you have a little step back. It's, it's like one step or two steps forward, one steps back. You know what I mean? But I absolutely think that you can heal and date at the same time. It's just like taking it at your own pace. And it's honestly nice to take it slow in the beginning, right? It's, it's nice to just ease into it versus saying, okay, well now I've been healing for six months. So off to the races. Now I'm going to date like really heavily for the next couple of weeks. Like just ease into it. Do what feels good. If you feel like going on a couple of dates in a week, do it. If you feel like taking a couple of weeks off, that's absolutely great too. You know, you just have to listen to yourself. And I really think that you downloading hinge and like chatting with this guy means you're like, yeah, you're getting there. It's great. It's a really good thing. Awesome. Well, thank you for the advice. And, and this was great to talk to you. And just, um, yeah, I'm excited for all the other content you put out and everything that's, you know, thank you. Fun that that's you so about. kind. <laughs> I'm excited for your date. Have fun. Um, yeah, just relax and relax and enjoy. It's going to be, it's, I bet it'll be better than you think it's going to be. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Bye girl. Bye. Oh, the first date back always a doozy, man. Always difficult. Um, but you know what? We stand a respectful King checking in the morning of the date. That's worth a lot to me. Maybe he watches my content and that's why he's doing it. If so, go off King. <laughs> um, okay. Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Hello, Alicia. No, no, Alicia. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Great to chat with you. What's going on? Um, so I've never done aerial yoga and I really want to. I had an injury four years ago with my shoulder and okay. I know I'll get there eventually, but just wondering if there's any advice on that. And then, um, like, I've never heard of that caterpillar cake from Marks and Spencer's, but now I'm yeah. like suddenly curious and I know I'll go back to London one day cause I love Europe, but like, is there anything in the United States that even compares comes close? Okay. Interesting. Two very different questions. So let's, let's tackle the first one first. Aerial yoga. That's so funny that you say that because I was actually watching an aerial yoga video on Instagram yesterday and it looks really cool. So, um, is the main blocker right now, your shoulder injury? Or are you still, I'm getting still... physical therapy. So okay. like I'm from Arizona, but I live in long beach, but I'm okay, a cool. attendant. So I'm, I'm everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah. um, is there a place near you? Have you looked up? Is there anywhere to go near you? Maybe it's worth just like finding the nearest place near your house and just like going to chat with them. Like you don't have to go on the first time, but you can just go in and be like, Hey, like, look, I'm, I'm really, this is a goal of mine. I'm very excited. And I'm just like currently working through the recovery of this, you know, really bad injury. Um, that's taken me a while to, to recover from, but is there any way I would actually ask them, I'd be like, is there any way I could like sit in on a class? Like I'm not ready to do it physically yet, but like, I would love to just get a taste for it and see just so I can start you know, learning the the words and that kind of stuff. I'm sure they would be more than happy to let you do that. Like knowing about your injury and maybe there's even some, like, like, I don't know, maybe there's even some light poses you could start practicing, but I would just go talk to them. Like the amazing thing about 
teachers who teach things like yoga or any, you know, group classes, they're, they're nurturers, right? They're carers and they care about the people who come to their classes. So I'm sure that they would be, um, I'm sure they would be more than happy to, to help you and, and, um, and set you up with something like that. So that's the first thing. The second thing, the caterpillar cake, I'm sorry to say there is literally nothing like it in the U S because I've searched far and wide. And I think what makes it so different is like the, the chocolate because milk chocolate in the UK tastes very different than milk chocolate in the U S like if you take a Cadbury's bar and you take a Hershey's bar, they're so different. And I'm sure you've had like Cadbury's chocolate before, you know, how it's kind of like sweeter than a Hershey's bar. That's what makes the caterpillar cake so good. I think in my opinion, but I have like caused quite the drama with all of my talk of this cake. So I need to get on the phone with Marks and Spencer and see if they can do like some sort of a mass haul for us over here, because I want you guys to try it. Well, I will go back to London one day, so I will definitely go to Marks and Spencer's for sure. Um, but you you gave me some really good pointers about the aerial yoga. Um, so yeah, give it a go. Then- give it a go. Look it up and and just go chat to them and 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 you never know. Like it's you can just start being part of that community even before you start practicing. Um, and I think, I think that's really cool. And I love, I love a, a person with a goal. Like that's a really cool thing. And I hope, I hope that your shoulder, um, heals quickly so that you can, you can start doing that. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thanks for calling in. Um, good luck with the yoga. And I, I can't wait to hear your review of the caterpillar cake when you get one finally. Okay, for sure. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, okay, let's go to Danielle, our last caller of the day. Hi, Danielle. How are you? Hi, thanks. Oh my God, I didn't think I'd get through. How are you? I'm so happy to talk to you. We got five minutes, you and me, baby. All right. I will I will give it to you. Okay. I am in my late 30s. I work in okay. finance in San Francisco. Okay. Um, I really wanted to talk to you about balancing um, gratitude with success. And, mm. you know, as mm-hmm. you know, in the Bay area, you can hit your own definition of success, but like the limit does not exist. Right. So, you know, I'm really struggling with like, how do I appreciate where I am, appreciate what I have and not be completely obsessed with this goalpost that keeps moving and moving. And you've yeah. had a lot of success. You probably experience this on a daily basis. Like how do you balance, you know, not being totally focused on hitting the next level. Yeah. It's uh, you know what? I relate to this so much. And I think, so first of all, the place you're in, yeah, let's look at your context of, of the Bay area, truly one of the most competitive places on planet earth. I think it's, it's so it's just the industry, even if you're not in tech, you know, just the industry of like constant startups and venture and funding. And like, I live there, I know what it's like. And it's like, every time you turn around, someone's like, I just sold my company for $300 million. I just got funding from this person and that person. It's like the environment is very stressful and it's very intense. So first of all, let's acknowledge that. And just, that's probably a big part of what you're feeling. Okay. Secondly, you it's, it's very difficult because, um, I had a situation recently where I like started a new project and it was going to be, it's going to take like a year plus. And I was on the phone with my therapist and I was like, I like literally just can't wait for the thing now. Like I, I I'm freaking out. Like it's going to be a year and a half. And she's like, 
are you going to do this like every day for the next year and a half? Like, because she's like, that's not life. Life is the moment. Life is life is the process of getting to the goals. It's actually more important. And this like visualization really helped me kind of shift my mindset because I I'm the same way as you, where I'm just like next thing, next thing, next thing. And, and it, you can get lost in that sauce. So it's like, that really helped me. It's really simple, but just thinking like, you know, I love a mantra. So it's just like, it's the life is the process, not the goal. It's the process. So it's like that helps. Um, gratitude journaling does help. I've been slacking lately, honestly, on my five minute journal, but you know, it's important to write those things, the small things. I also think it's like, sometimes it helps to really appreciate the small things like, you know, getting granular. And that's what the five minute journal or just writing the gratitude list is good for, because then you're like, Oh, like I have, I don't know, like I love my pet or like, I love my car that I was able to buy myself. I love, love, love it. Does that, is that resonating with you? Well, and that resonates. I'm also curious, you know, and I think, again, I think you can relate to this is trying to uh, navigate when you have a lot of different opportunities. So like, you know, you're yeah. hitting a stride with something and now a lot of doors are opening or a lot of people are coming your way saying, Hey, you know, we got this project or we have this, right. How do you, you're in demand. How yeah. do you yeah. stay present and say, well, that's not the best use of my time right there. How do you, how do you stay focused on what the best use of your time is? I try to just quiet the noise and think what would make me happy? Not like who's the coolest person asking to have coffee with me, but like, what do I want to do? Like when I think about myself, like in the next couple of weeks, like what, what projects do I want to be working on? Because I get it. Like, I, you know, cool people ask you to do things and you just like, are like, yes, I can take on more. I can do this and that. And it's like, what do you want to do? Like not, especially when you're reaching this level of success, the cool thing is that you're in the driver's seat and that's a beautiful thing um, because you earn this, right? You earned it off of your smarts and hard work and putting the time in. So now you're in the driver's seat. So you don't have to say yes to everything and you don't have to say yes to everyone. You can think like, what's one of the projects that I want to work on? I love you. We're going to get cut off, but I'm proud of you for being such a badass. And remember that you're in the driver's seat. You get to make the calls. You guys, that was It's Me Tinks Live. See you on Friday. Bye.